0: Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking down, you Just hey. hanging out. How's your biking coming? It's going good. I
0: had a schedule now. Whoa. For the year. Whoa. I like to update it Whoa. every week, kind of like how many weeks are left and how many miles do I need to average per week. Okay. Kind of roughly. Uh, but the Asheville... Hundred Mile Fondo gone. Big question mark. Uh, it got rescheduled to later in the summer. Fondo. Yeah, big question mark with everything going on. If our family's gonna gonna do the road trip to go down there or what that looks like, so we have not decided yet what that's gonna look like. But uh, yeah, if any of our listeners happen to sign up for a hundred mile bike ride in Asheville and are also considering that, let me know because that might sway the uh, sway the choice. Fondo. All
1: right. Um, I took a. I took a. Uh, Not a quiz. What do I take? Uh, I don't know. I was asked for questions from a race place yesterday. Whatever that is. Survey? Thank you. Thank you. Survey says? Survey says. This was from, um, I think it's Great American Races or something like that. Oh, no, Vacation Races. One of the best uh, halves I've ever done was this past fall in Gratlinburg. It was put on by Vacation Races. That was our first one that was um, by that group, and I loved it. It was fantastic. However, their model um, is going to be significantly impacted, as is anyone running, I think, a a major event like this. Um, They had to, you know, it was in a great Smoky Mountain uh, uh, park, national park, so they had to shuttle us by buses. And, you know, I mean, think about all that, and that's not going to be a a thing that people are going to do. But I don't normally take those kind of surveys, but I did because I wanted to make, you know, some recommendations. I, I mean, I would be glad to run in, a race that made sure they had staggered starts, that the, the you know roads were wide enough, et cetera, um, to keep people at a safe distance and so on and so forth. So that's all going to change. It's very interesting. I've got one scheduled for August uh, 22nd. It's actually the Derby. Kentucky Derby Mini Marathon. They have obviously changed it from the May 1st uh, that was supposed to be this weekend, uh, the Derby. And they've now put it in August. And I've set a goal, the new goal. Well, it's not It's not a new goal. It's the same goal, 139 or breaking 140 in the half this August 22nd. I'm on pace, I got to tell you. I know that my mind wasn't into it last time. And I think that's why I failed by a minute or whatever it was or a half a minute. No, it was more than a half a minute. Uh, but this time I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm, running, I'm averaging 7.30s on this bad boy. 7.30s is my goal.
0: Good for you. I would die.
1: All right, but this isn't a show about our fitness. It is a show about questions but about Discipline finance. overflows to your financial life. It sure Just does. Saying. It sure does. Oh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. That's a nice dovetail. Into <laughs> Alejandro's question. Alejandro, great question. Hit us with it. What do you got? D-I-Y. Hey there, DIY Money. Alejandro Barraza
0: here Thank you so much for the advice that you've given me. I have officially cut the credit cards and I am officially out of debt. Of course I have that mortgage and my auto payment, but uh, my question here today is um, is discipline. How do I maintain discipline so I don't go back onto the road that I used to be? Uh, What tips and tricks have you learned uh, uh, during the years and what can I do to to maintain that uh, that discipline uh, for years to come. Thank you.
1: Oh, I love this. I love this. I like it. I love questions regarding psychology, psychology and money, fitness, goals. It is. It is always a head game, friends. It is always, always a head game. Head game. What do you got for Alejandro Daniel?
0: All right, Alejandro. So it sounds like really what you're trying to to say here is how do I stay motivated? How do I stay focused? How do I make sure that I keep pressing towards the goals that I have in mind for myself? And uh, I will say that it really comes down to psychology and behavior. And it really comes down to making sure uh, that you, when it comes to, I guess, motivation and looking back at where you were, you have to learn to sort of hate the situation you're in prior more than you sort of loved the ancillary benefits, perceived benefits maybe, of that situation. So if you were in debt and you got out of debt, you have to find a way to stay motivated and hate that feeling of being in debt more than you love the opportunity of eating out more often or having stuff, those little uh, small sort of um, pleasures that you would get in life that were short term. Uh, but put you sort of in a noose long-term, if you will. And uh, one of the ways that I've done that in the past, because there was a time that we, uh, our family had a student loan, auto loan. Uh, I guess we had a home mortgage during that time for a while. It was, it was while we were uh, homeowners as well. And uh, we kept a spreadsheet, our pay-down spreadsheet, and we, uh, the last column in that spreadsheet was our net worth. And so there was a period of time where you see that net worth considerably actually negative. Uh, So we were actually worth less than we were on the day that we were born, which is really depressing. Uh, And we watched that net worth sort of go from negative, 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 little less negative, and then positive. And so uh, don't really need that spreadsheet anymore because we don't really have uh, significant amounts of debt that we're trying to pay off. Uh, But we keep that around uh, as motivation for what did life feel like when we're looking at this, you know, massively negative number and really trying to put a couple hundred dollars a month toward that number and seeing it move just slightly and remind ourselves what that feeling was. And so when we look at something, whether it's buying a house, buying a car, uh, putting a big vacation on a credit card instead of, uh, you know, saving up for it, etc., you know, it's an opportunity to look at that spreadsheet and go, huh, how did that feel last time? And is that something we want to do again? Some other things you can do practically speaking is write down your goals. Keep them somewhere that you're going to see them constantly. Bathroom, mirror, um, wherever. I don't know where you look constantly. I don't know. For me, it'd be the espresso machine, I guess. The, the coffee station in the kitchen, uh, uh, probably should put a goal there. Stop spending so much money on coffee as well. Uh, but that's what, I mean, those are just some simple practical things. I think Quinn will have a, a few good ones as well.
1: Yeah, uh, this is perfect. Uh, this is, and this is, Alejandro, this is applicable to everything, in my opinion. This is just my opinion, in everything in life, okay? Because if you're not progressing, you're regressing, all right? It, 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 I say it again. If you're not progressing, you're regressing. you're not progressing, you're regressing. It is all about the new goal. The new goal. I can't stress that enough. If you become sedentary, then it will not work. It it, it is not enough to say, I've got to uh, being out of debt. Because then what will happen is, without a a goal, then you will just kind of stay out of debt. You won't build wealth. You'll just kind of adjust your lifestyle to not go any further in debt, you, you know, you'll stay there and that's fine. You may have an emergency, et cetera, but you got the emergency fund, et cetera, but, but you're not, that's not why you did it. You did it to get the head. You did it to build wealth. It's not enough. This is why, and again, digressing a little bit, but in my history and study and so forth and somebody who uh, lost a significant amount of weight and have, has been able to keep it off <laughs> despite adding a few pounds during this coronavirus nonsense, but whatever, that's going off too. Um, but I've been able to keep it off because I've set new goals. So I hear people say, oh, my goal weight is, you know, 180. Let's say a man man says it. So my goal weight is 180. So they, they change their, their habits, they change their lifestyle, and they get to 180. And here's the problem. Then they start introducing all the crap that they ate when they were 240, 230, 220. Well, what is your body going to do? your body is going to adjust back to the original weight. It's very simple. So the reality is, now I'm not saying that you don't set a goal weight. I think that's very important. But once you set one, you're going to have to not necessarily set a new weight goal, but you're going to have to now set new goals to keep you at that level. So Alejandro, it's very simple. And, and I, I would echo, and Daniel got into this a little bit, I would echo this. It is very simple. What's the next goal? What's the next goal? what's the next goal? What's the next goal? And I'm a firm believer in you articulating that, writing that down, putting that in front of you. I'm a big, big believer of the sort of subconscious becomes the, you know, becomes the conscious and so forth. And so whatever that next goal is, it could be as simple as saying, you know what, I want to say, I want to build a, a, a portfolio and have And again, I'm a believer in the long-term, the intermediate, and the short-term goals. I'm a big believer in that. And that is just something I have become accustomed to. I set a series of five different segmented goals. I've talked about this before. I call them the five Fs, right? And I set goals regarding these five Fs, both short, intermediate, and and long-term goals. And they're very simple. The first one is my faith. These are order of priority. So I set goals regarding my faith and my life as a, as a Christian. Now again, that's just my prerogative, but it is what it is. I'm just sharing that with you. My second goal is family. Oh, and by the way, so those faith goals for me are things like a daily Bible study, uh, you know, daily prayer, daily meditation. That those are things that I try to do every single day uh, to to make sure that I'm walking as I desire to be. I want to avoid the church buzzwords, et cetera. So, okay, we're done with that. But you get my gist, okay? So that, that's faith. The second one is family. And since I have three growing boys, a lot of my family goals are surrounding, are, are, are involving spending one-on-one time with each individual child. And, and I'm, I, I'm perpetually falling short at that. It's very difficult to do. Life gets in the way. In addition is uh, date nights and time with only my wife making sure that we stay connected as a unit. So that's family. The following after that comes finances. Finances are very important, obviously, because that's what provides financial security. That gives us the ability to, uh, to travel, to do the things that we want to do. And I'm always readjusting my financial goals. Always. Always. If I hit one... I'll readjust it. I'll move the level out. I'm always doing that. And typically, I'm not a January 1 guy. I'm usually a birthday guy. I know that's weird. I, I do look at my goals on January the 1st, and I look at, you know, et cetera. But usually in and around my birthday, and I got one coming up on August, in August, August 7th, be 43, and I'll do the same thing. I'll revisit. And I'll look at, look at all my goals, look at what I set previous August. How did I do in these areas, et cetera. Okay, that's finances. The other one after that uh, is my friendship, and and I look at goals because as you become older, it becomes harder and harder to have uh, friends to make sure that you are um, you know doing the doing uh, life with friends, making sure that you are. Uh, you know, connecting with them, et cetera. And I usually kind of go through a list and go, okay, here's one of my, you know, very good friends. Have I seen him in a while? And and look, you can easily, you know, I'm the connector. I'm usually the one who reaches out and that's okay. I have other friends who occasionally do that. Uh, but I'm usually the connector. I have one in particular, listen to the podcast, Jonathan. Always appreciate Jonathan reaching out. Don't have a lot of that, that do that. Should become older, friendship becomes harder and harder. But that's a priority is friendship. And then lastly, and, and, and it's very, very important for, for me is fitness. And so I have fitness goals, and you know one of those. I talk about it regularly, and that is I want to run a half marathon under 140. And the interesting thing about that is in order to do that, I better be in the best weight uh, shape or weight uh, level of my life. I better be in the best fitness level. I better be eating right. I better be drinking a lot of water. I better be doing all those things. So here's the deal, Alejandro. I know I got a little off track, but I think it's helpful for everyone. you got to set goals. What's the next goal? It's real simple what's the next goal? And then you can't just set it and forget it. Put it everywhere. Put it everywhere. Act as if and put it everywhere. What do I mean by act as if? Tell her, you know, Hey, well, yeah, we're going to save up 50,000 in an account or we're going to pay off the house. We're going to be completely, totally out of debt. Really? We're going to, yeah, we are. Definitely. I mean, people, I, I set goals like that all the time. People think I'm absolutely crazy. And what happens is early on in my life, I'd set these goals and people really thought I was crazy until I started reaching them, started really hitting goals. And now I could say, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And people go, really? Oh, that sounds great. How are we going to do that? That's awesome. They believe you become a believer. Alejandro, great question. Thanks so much for sending that in, Daniel. Anything else to add? I know I went a little long-winded there. Apologize. No, we better wrap it up. People will revolt. Wrap it up. Thanks again, Alejandro. You get your twenty-five bones from Amazon from Will the Intern, and remember, also a gift card. Also a gift card. Yes. I'm Will the Intern. And remember, friends, uh, check out the DIY Money Book on Amazon. It's four ninety-five on Kindle right now. Pick up a copy. Come on, that's cheaper than a loco mocha yaka blah 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 from starbucks i don't even know what those are whatever uh or 995 is the hard copy edition check us out on insta diy.money join the diy tribe if you're on facebook diy tribe we'll let you in it's free it's a great little group uh remember friends secret to wealth very simple live on less than you make invest the rest set those goals and do it for a very very long time make it a great one